This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Greetings from the Garden State of New Jersey. This is Ringside with Reading, Boxing History from Yesteryear, brought to you by the Sports History Network. I am your host, Frank Redding. In this segment, I will be speaking of NFL players who stepped into the boxing ring. Before I speak of gentlemen and players who have graced the boxing rim and competed in the sweet science, I just want to make clear there's a whole different scenario or environment like comparing apples to oranges or bananas. Boxing is one-on-one, mano-a-mano. Football is a team sport. In football, all players at all positions wear a helmet and uniforms are padded up. In pro boxing, other than the gloves and trunks, a protective cup is worn to cover and protect your genitalia. Both wear mouthpieces. Size and strength are important factors in football. Boxing has weight classes ranging from 100 pounds to 200 pounds. I worked with a few at a low amateur level, and by comparison, they said boxing training was more difficult. These individuals played junior and high school football. I never played competitive football myself, but played in dozens of pickup games as a youth without any protection of any kind. I also trained and sparred in boxing several times. Generally speaking, I would agree, the boxing training at this level was more difficult. I am or never have been a tough guy. They do have similarities in that both are hard-hitting contact sports and the participants can be seriously injured or, worst case scenario, even killed. Both must be in well condition, have stamina and endurance, also go a long way and are essential. Lifestyle, diet, and nutrition are factors. Physical well-being and especially mental stability and outlook preparation are also prerequisites. Talent and technique are also very important in both. It takes a certain kind of individual to have success in either. A special athlete. On July 14th of 1979 in Mile High Stadium, Denver, Colorado, Lyle Alzado, who was an amateur boxer, challenged former heavyweight champion Muhammad Ali in a 10-round exhibition. Ali was retired, and in between the Leon Spinks second fight, which was September the 15th of 1978, and the Larry Holmes fight, which was October 2nd of 1980, Ali was overweight and out of shape. Neither man wore headgear, and Ali just played with Big Lyle for 10 rounds. Ali would not fare no better on the football field. Ed Tuttle Jones is 
possibly the most noteworthy football player to fight professionally in boxing. Jones, also an amateur boxer, retired temporarily from football from November of 1979 to January of 1980, had six professional fights in boxing. Ed Jones, at six foot nine inches tall, was a very towering, imposing figure. He was trained by Emil Griffith's uncle, Murphy Griffith, and managed by Dave Wolf. Both were with the future lightweight champion of the world, Ray Boom Boom Mancini. In Jones's first fight, he struggled with Mexican journeyman Yaki Lopez. Jones won a six-round decision. He would go on to fight five more fights with five knockouts and finished his career six and zero and returned to the gridiron. The summer of 1979, Popano Beach, Florida, 28 current NFL players fought in a tournament. Three two-minute rounds with 14-ounce gloves and headgear. Men that appeared in this tournament will be familiar and recognized by football fans, including Bob Kuchenberg from the Miami Dolphins, an offensive lineman, Gary Jeter from the New York Giants, a defensive lineman, Kim Bocamper from Miami, a linebacker, Jackie Slater from the L.A. Rams, an offensive lineman, Riley Odoms from the Denver Broncos, a tight end, Ross Browner, a defensive end for the Cincinnati Bengals, who was the Notre Dame heavyweight boxing champion. Browner won the tournament, winning four bouts and defeating Jackie Slater in the final. Referees were Davy Pearl and Tony Perez, and former heavyweight contender Jerry Quarry, and running back Hall of Famer from the Miami Dolphins, Larry Zonka, were the announcers. 1979, ladies and gentlemen, it seems several football players had the urge to box. A gentleman I'm going to cover at this time is absolutely amazing story. Charlie Powell. This man did not attend college, was recruited by Notre Dame and UCLA to play football. He played semi-pro baseball briefly and was the youngest player in NFL history at 19 years of age. His football career lasted from 1952 to 1957, where he played with the San Francisco 49ers, and 1960 to 1961, he played with the Oakland Raiders. In his very first game, he sacked Bobby Lane an incredible 10 times. He even turned down an offer to play for the Harlem Globetrotters. The man is an absolute phenom. He pursued a boxing career 
that lasted from 1953 to 1965, and he participated in 39 professional fights with a record of 25 wins, 17 knockouts, 11 losses, and three draws. He was defeated by Muhammad Ali and Floyd Patterson. Not bad company to be in. His biggest win was March 4th of 1959. He stopped Cuban heavyweight contender number two, Nino Valdez, in Miami Beach, Florida. I cannot believe that this man is not more recognized or well-known. It is time to take notice of this gentleman and give him the recognition he deserves. These players from the NFL also had boxing careers. Mark Gastineau from the New York Jets fought 18 professional fights, winning 15 with 15 knockouts and two losses and one no contest. He's most well known from the New York Jets sack exchange of the 1980s. He played with the Jets from 1979 to 1988 and the British Columbia Lions in the Canadian Football League in 1990. His boxing career lasted from 1991 to 1996. He boxed several opponents, several of them claim they took dives to make Gastineau look good. He won all his fights by knockout and was KO'd by strong journeyman Tim Doc Anderson. His last fight was with football player Alonzo Highsmith, who I will cover next. Alonzo Highsmith played in the NFL from 1987 to 1992 with the following teams, the Houston Oilers, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was a running back. He had a total of 30 professional fights in boxing with 27 wins and 23 knockouts. He had one loss and two draws. His boxing career lasted from 1995 to 1998. He put together a great record and took boxing very seriously. On November 3rd of 1996, he stopped Mark Gastineau in two rounds. Several other players I also want to cover are as follows. Tom Bukowski, with a silent G, was a safety and played with the Baltimore Ravens and the Indianapolis Colts from 2008 to 2012. He had a record of seven wins, four knockouts, no losses, and one no contest, a total of eight professional fights. Also, Ray Edwards a defensive lineman from Minnesota Vikings and Atlanta Falcons, played from 2006 to 2012. He had a record of 14 professional fights, 
12 wins, 7 by knockout, 1 loss, and 1 draw. His boxing career lasted from 2011 to 2016. NFL players generally overall tend to be more successful at the grappling game of pro wrestling rather than boxing. I am going to close out now, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Frank Redding, from Ringside with Redding, from Boxing History from Yesteryear, brought to you by the Sports History Network. To all my listeners, I say be healthy, be well, and be safe. Until next time. Hey, are you ready for some football? Some fantasy football? How about some daily fantasy football? Silly questions, right? Of course you are. You're ready to talk some smack and win some cash every Sunday, and Thursday, and Monday, and whenever there's football games. The Sports History Network invites you to play your daily fantasy football this season at thrivefantasy.com. Thrive Fantasy offers hundreds of thousands, millions in cash every day on NBA, MLB, PGA Golf, Cricket, Esports, and of course, NFL Football. Every week during the 2021 NFL season, Thrive Fantasy has pool play contests and heads-up matches with prizes of all sizes, and even free play contests for real money. Sign up with Thrive Fantasy today to get a 100% match bonus on your first deposit for up to $100 in free daily fantasy football play. Visit sportshistorynetwork.com slash thrive, that's T-H-R-I-V-E, or enter promo code S-H-N when depositing at the cashier. Join Thrive Fantasy today, earn cash prizes, and support great shows like this at the Sports History Network. Now that's a win-win-win situation for you to kick off your own NFL season.